Hi there. I'm Katie Riggs. I'm a 40-year-old OCD book club dropout who believes that there is never a bad time for bubbly. And I'm Amanda Cook. I'm a travel junkie who's always up for an adventure and fueled by tacos and margaritas. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are excited to be wrapping up the month of November with our you know, final podcast of the month, um, Thanksgiving week. So happy Thanksgiving week to everyone out there. Hope that you are getting a little bit of extra time off some time to rest and recover, to lay low or spend time with friends and family, whatever that looks like for you. I mean, if you're young, maybe you're like still like powering through the night before the bars on Wednesday night. I mean, that used to be a oh thing God. when I was remember little. remember Wednesday night before Thanksgiving? That was like the biggest party. The that was best. the year. So I always bartended. I never got to actually do it. Um, but it was still a super fun night to bartend because it's like it's like seasoned drinkers. It's not like New Year's. So in the bartending world, this is totally off topic, but we're gonna go in. <laughs> we're gonna go here. Um, there are two really really big nights in the bars, and that's the night before Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve. But the problem is New Year's Eve is like people who don't go out all year long because experienced like partiers and drinkers don't usually they avoid it because they know it's crazy, and they're typically bad tippers and they're obnoxious. But then the night before Thanksgiving is like people who get it, mm-hmm. like come out and they tip really well and it's super fun. Um, so yeah, so if you're young and you're still doing that, mm-hmm. kudos, I'll probably be in bed by like 9 p.m. So um, have one for me. I'll probably be in my PJs watching a Christmas movie, Hallmark Christmas movie, <laughs> drinking a glass of bubs because um, that's the stage of life I'm at. Um, but we're super excited that you guys have joined us today. We um, are just quickly this episode just going to share with you all maybe a, an insight into our year a little bit, but three kind of big topic things or big things that we are thankful for this year as we try to head into this week, keeping thankfulness and gratitude top of mind this week. It can be super hard. It's always super busy. Um, you know, and then you always hear those crazy stories about Black Friday and people going out and people being nasty to each other. Um, but instead of that, instead of that, let's, you know, do the pay it forward. Let's buy the person behind us their drink in the Starbucks line. That's, you know, tip the bill if you have the ability for a service um, worker, whatever it may be. But this episode, we just want to take the opportunity to shed a little light on our year and share some things that we're extremely thankful for. And hopefully if you haven't thought about what you're thankful for this year yet, it'll get you in the spirit of thinking about what you're also thankful for. So Amanda, I'm going to let you kick it off in no particular order. Um, so if any of our family or friends are listening to this, <laughs> you're not first, second or third on the list. But we tried to just think of three things that we're, we're each thankful for and they are probably some similarities, but some differences and let Amanda kick it off with kind sure. of her, her first item. Thanks. Yeah, we're going to keep this episode kind of light and fun, um, especially, you know, this this is going to be coming out after you've had some Thanksgiving and everybody knows that sometimes times times with family can be tough. So, mm-hmm, um, so we're going to keep this light. But one of the things that I am really thankful for this year is um, just generally my happiness. Um, I'm in a really good place in my personal life. Um, so in, in my relationship with my boyfriend, um, we've kind of hit our stride of, you know, getting, we have a long distance relationship, but we're, we're in like a really good groove for the most part. We know when to expect to see each other. We know, you know, that things change and we can accommodate that. And so it's just really, it's just a nice, uh, place to be comfortable, um, in your relationship and, and feel confident 
in uh, in that. And so I'm really happy about that. The other thing that is that drives um, happiness for me is definitely travel. And we've been able to pick up travel again, um, you know, with some with some minor restrictions or, you know, could only be considered maybe inconveniences at this point. But it is really nice to be able to travel with friends, travel the world, see see places and, and things that we haven't seen in a long time or ever before. And so it's really, really nice to be able to do that because travel is really one of the things that fills my cup and, and makes me passionate and makes me want to, you know, make plans for. So I'm really excited that that's coming back and we get to go places again. And, and I'm really thankful for some of the past trips that we've recently been able to do and... Um, and I know one of those things Katie's going to talk about too, but you know, it was nice to get away with a bunch of friends and, and hang out and really experience, you know, obviously an awesome celebration of Katie and Rob, but it was just really, it was such a much needed trip. And so I'm really thankful for having that opportunity. Katie, what is one of the things that you are thankful for? I want to start with kind of my career or business growth and and where things are sitting this year. And it might seem weird to people that like that's the first thing I'm kicking off with. But I historically have been a like a workaholic, a tra- like a, a just a work junkie, having one job, having two jobs, having multiple jobs. I mean, there's literally in my adult life only been a few years where I've had less than one job. So it was either you know working like way back in the day um, before I got married, it would be bartending and working my full-time 40 hour week job. And then when I left that, I was started consulting work on the side and I'd always had kind of that second gig consulting on the side. And then, um, you know, in late summer of 2020, really just dove headfirst into just Riggs and co my company. And this year, um, I, I did something the other day that was extremely challenging and I almost quit. I won't lie. Like it was just sandwiched in between, um, you know, two work events, two live work events, which haven't had that many of those, which I used to be fine to have one every single week. And, but that's just, it's just a different time now and I'm not used to that. And so I had to be, um, you know, we came off of a hectic month of October, like moving and a vacation and being in multiple hotels. And then I had, a really large trade show for one of my clients in Atlanta from a Wednesday to Saturday. And then the next week um, I had a three day like educational conference in Indianapolis with just, you know, one, two evenings to spend with my family in between. And I applied for the Tory Birch foundation grant program, which is like a mentorship year long mentorship year program. And, you know, I'd been working on it for a while, but because my business started the way it did, I never had to write a business plan. I never asked anyone for funding. I've never gotten a grant from anyone. I've never taken any government loans. Like everything I've done with my business has been grassroots. I've taken on a client. I've paid for something. I've taken on another client. I've been able to, you know, better my website or I've been able to, you know, add this service or I've been able to, you know, add a coordinator. There's never been a request for money from anyone. So I've never developed a business plan. And so for this application, which was extremely important for me to try for this, um, had a business plan. And so I had to start from scratch with a 20, like 26 page template. And I remember just being completely overwhelmed, like on the plane on the way to Atlanta and my coordinator, which, you know, she is a feisty go getter. I will tell you what, and she pushes me, which I'm grateful to have 
um, someone like that. Cause you know, in her role, a lot of people would probably just be like, okay, well you can't get it done. That's okay. No bigs. Right. But I remember texting her because she was going to review it and she was helping me upload everything to the system. And I was like, Lindsay, I just, I just don't think I can get this done. Like I'm, I'm just going to have to like pull the plug on this. I just have to like take it off the plate. Like I just cannot do this. And maybe next year. And she just texts me back and she's like, no, you're getting this done. Like you're getting it done. You can do this. I will help you upload everything. Like we are getting this done. We have two more days. Like we can do this. And I, I tell that story because, you know, I'm, I'm in a place in my business where I'm focusing on growth and strategy and I've taken on clients and through that application process, um, which would be such an immense blessing, um, if I were, if Riggs and Co were accepted into that. And if not, it was a great learning process and there won't be, I won't be upset or any hard feelings, but it would be amazing, um, if I could, but through that process, I had to turn in like net and gross numbers for last year and net and gross numbers for this year. And I don't sit around and think about the finances of my business very often. And if you're a business owner and you're out there listening to this, you're probably like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I pay myself an extremely modest salary. Um, my husband actually was like, I think we need to up that next year. Um, but it's way less, considerably less than the salary I took at, that I had at my last position. Um, and I leave the money in the business and I use it to build the business when I can and, and save it or, you know, put more in 401k or whatever. Um, but I take an extremely modest salary. And so I don't really look at the finances too often. We, I pay the bills. We don't have any debt for the company. Um, and when I ran the numbers and then I like took a screenshot of it and I sent it to my husband and I'm like, is this right? Like legit, is this right? And he was like, yeah, I mean, that's probably pretty close. It's probably not perfect, but it's pretty close. And so my net and gross at, to year to date over last year have, have doubled. So I've doubled in size, um, which I, I, I didn't realize was happening. I don't know. Like I have more business. Yes. And I have more clients, but I guess I just didn't realize it was happening. And so I remember thinking about starting this business for years and years or actually making this my only uh, career for years and years and thinking I just couldn't do it and how like I wouldn't be able to financially contribute to my family and what would happen if I failed. Um, and it just took a few people pushing me and believing in me, a professional coach, my husband, friends. Um, and here I am, you know, someone who did not think for years that I could do this. And this year in the worst 18 months of my industry that we've ever seen the closest thing would be 9-11 which wasn't anything like this um financially devastating for our industry and I'm doubled my profits for my business in the last year and so I'm just extremely like my I'm like immensely grateful and I just don't even have words for how it has happened or or anything so that is and because I'm a workaholic and it flows into every other part of my life, I think that that's why it was kind of the first thing I wanted to mention, because if it were going really, really badly, <laughs> that would, you know, add stress and impact our financial health and ultimately probably impact how my mother and how I'm a friend and how I'm a wife. So, so yeah, so that's one of the things that I'm probably the top thing I'm grateful for this year. Well, that's awesome. I, it's, it makes me extremely proud of you for tackling this and doing it because I know I've been along for the ride for a long time. <laughs> and so it makes me so incredibly happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, another thing that I am incredibly thankful for and probably a little bit goes hand in hand with um, some other things that Katie probably will talk about too, but um, is that my friendships, I've never had a lot of friends. Um, I'm just not like... A big friend a group friend, person. A friend group person. But there are a select few people that I 
go out of my way to maintain relationships with that's reciprocated. You know, they do the same thing. They go out of their way. And so in their last year, I feel like a lot of those um, really strong relationships have deepened and grown um, this year. And I count Katie as one of those, you know, within that friend group or or the people that I, I hold so near and dear to my heart. And I've always said this because going through a divorce and um, job changes and children and, you know, the stress of, you know, some um, hard things with kids, like I could not have survived, especially those first years after being divorced. Um, I could not have survived without a, a select few women in my life. And I know that, but and I'm I'm happy and excited and proud to say that some of those women are still some of that I hold near and dear today. And so it's just, it's really important to me to be able to maintain those relationships. And I feel like those have gotten deeper over the last year with a couple ones in particular, Katie being one of them. And, and so I think that that's really important and something that I hold in high regard for my life, because like I said, I don't have a ton of friends. And so, but the ones that I do have and the ones that I, I am grateful for, um, are really important in my life, and and so those have have grown even more so over the last year. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, I would similarly say, and I think that I would similarly say that reconnecting or deepening relationships with certain friends and family that I have, and and also like letting go of some relationships that you know, you know, I think pandemic taught us a lot. Like we were all like living in this crazy time warp of a world and you just didn't have the resources, whether they be emotional or the physical energy or the capacity, you know, to maintain certain things. And so I think it was an opportunity to cut negative, you know, baggage in your life, but also it really made you realize how important people were when you can't see them or when you couldn't go see them or you couldn't spend time or you couldn't do a play date or you couldn't go on a vacation. Um, and so I think it really highlighted how important, um, you know, people and those relationships are. And, you know, and I think, like I said, it went one of two ways for a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of babies being had out there right now. And there's also a lot of divorce out there <laughs> right now. Um, but for me, I, it gave me, this last year has given me the opportunity to, yeah, to do this podcast with Amanda to make sure that we can prioritize some quality time together, Um, you know, to see my family, see some family and friends we hadn't seen because they're, they don't live here, um, you know, on vacation for our, our wedding anniversary, you know, um, while 10 years is only 10 years, you know, the last 10 years of my marriage haven't always been pretty or by far perfect. Um, but being able to go and celebrate us and celebrate that we've made it through, you know, challenges that lots of other couples have faced. Um, and then some unique to, to our marriage over the last 10 years and really to focus, start, you know, making sure that we're focusing on our marriage and our relationship and not always putting our kids first. Um, and so I think that same as Amanda, that it's just, it's been so important to reconnect. And that was one of the things I shared with my husband. I was like this next year when we travel, I'd like to do some weekend trips and we have really good friends that have moved for jobs or things like that out of state. And I was like, I'd like to prioritize instead of just like picking some random place in Arizona to go to a resort for the weekend to try to get some couple time. Like, why don't we go visit the Houston's, you know, in the Carolinas or why don't we go to, you know, 
Missouri to visit um, another set of friends, the co-walls of ours that we haven't gotten to see in forever, mostly because of pandemic and then just distance. And so I think that it's really hit home with me um, how important the people are that feed your soul and that contribute positively to your life. And so that's been one of my biggest blessings um, is, is getting quality time with more people that, that really do that for me this year that challenge me and that support me, but will call me on my shit. Yeah. And so it's just, it's something I'm extremely grateful and thankful for that I have a tribe and that they're as awesome as they are. Another thing that I am really grateful for is, uh, my health in general. Um, and that probably meant, that goes really outside of COVID and things like that. I know a lot of people think about COVID and, um, you know, whether you had it or you didn't have it, whether you have a vaccine, whether you have it or not and all that stuff. But I have a other health concerns just from my family, you know, my family history and things and like, um, you know, so, so consider this your like, and a lot of my friends have turned 40 this year, which means you should, everybody just needs to go out there and get their mammograms if they haven't gotten it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my mom, um, has an early onset form of dementia and that's always weighing on me in the back of my mind. Um, and, and while there's nothing to really test for that, um, but it's important that I stay healthy in general and Mm -hmm. keep my mind fresh and and sharp and things like that. Um, which also brings up a good point. Like I'm, I'm grateful that, um, you know, while my mom is really sick, I do have other people in my life that are healthy and, um, and so that's good. So yeah, so health is really important to me. It also makes me kind of realize how important it is that I need to take care of my health too. Mm-hmm. Like I, it, this is not just something that happens on its own. No. Um, and so it's really important for me and probably one of the things that I will focus on, um, you know, going into next year, but, you know, refocusing on my health, whether that's my skin or my like I said, um, getting mammograms to make sure that, you know, there's no, no presence of breast cancer. Um, but really just monitoring and taking better care of myself. Um, because I do have a, I have a, I don't know what the, that phrase is, but I'm just a vessel. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I need to like take care of it because, you know, it could, it could change at any time. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I'm really helpful or how ha- grateful for having my health and, um, mm-hmm. you know, the health of my kids and, and my loved ones and my friends. And, and so that's something else that I'm really, really grateful for. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm also, I'm always grateful to be healthy. I can't, you know, I've been through light health concerns over the course of my adult life. Nothing monumental right but yeah being healthy is is so important I mean it just really it impacts everything in your life so for sure um my my last or I guess my third thing is that you know we have had the ability to start traveling again and taking even if some small trips but um being able to take a you know we've already talked about it but a pretty epic trip to Costa Rica where we were joined with 16 of our friends and family and my kids came and we got to see a beautiful new country and you know, just spend really quality time in a slower, you know, being present pace um, without the daily grind with those people and with our kids and seeing monkeys and sticking our feet in the sand and watching beautiful sunsets. And it's an incredible blessing to have the means and the resources to be able to do that. 
And it just was so lovely. I mean, just so, so amazing. And like I said, me and my husband love to travel, whether it's small or big. Um, we have two small kids, so usually a little bit smaller than that. That was kind of, you know, like an epic situation. But it was just amazing to be able to start getting back to that and to be able to go on a fall break trip with our kids. And we already have a winter, a small winter break. My daughter gets out of school for in February for about a week. And so for a couple of nights, we've rented this beautiful home um, in the mountains, you know, a few miles from downtown Gatlinburg. The kids have never been. My husband's never been. Um, and we're just going to, you know, explore nature and hang out there, but, you know, just an opportunity to go somewhere that they haven't been before and, you know, have a couple slow days with our kids when, you know, she'll be out of school anyway and, and give them an experience because travel is so important to us that we want to make sure that our kids, obviously they're kids and they want toys and gifts and presents and things like that when it comes to the holidays or their birthdays, but also teaching them that life's greatest gifts are experiencing culture and seeing the world and realizing what a small piece of that world we are so that they grow up better human beings um, than even we are um, and that they contribute. And I really believe that travel and helping your children see, see that the good, the bad and the ugly um, is what really helps define the type of people that they are. And so um, super important to us. So I'm just extremely grateful for the small trips we've taken for the, you know, couple of, you know, epic trips. We took a epic birthday trip for me, which I didn't even know anybody else other than one other couple was coming to Vegas in June, um, which was just super fun. You know, it's just Vegas, right? It's just super fun. So to be able to go do that. I forgot about that. I know, right? Amanda was there too. Seems forever ago, but Uh, it was just this year. Yeah. And so, you know, to be, that was kind of like the kickoff of us being able to travel again. I mean, we went on spring break, but it was very, very low key. And then we did Vegas and, you know, we had Costa Rica and we've, you know, gosh, where else? We went to somewhere or fall break. I'm forgetting now. Where did we go? Anyway, so, um, oh, we went to Paradido Key, and that was somewhere we'd never been to that area. So, yeah, just travel. Just really ex- glad to be able to get back out there a little bit, feel safe about doing it, and um, and just enjoy that again. It's like a huge blessing and a huge happiness quotient for me especially. So it just really like planning vacations in advance to look forward to is something we try to do. Yeah. So Katie and I both just shared a couple of things that we're grateful for um, over this last year. And so I would really encourage everyone who's listening to take a few minutes to yourself and really identify um, what you're grateful for this year. Um, You know, maybe you keep a gratitude journal or something or maybe, but you know, it, it takes a minute to think about and, and really understand like how blessed you can be um, if you only think about it. I know that sometimes it seems like you are have nothing to be thankful for, but <laughs> um, but there's always something, whether it's big or small, and it's really recognizing those, the, those things. Like I said, if they're big or small, um, everything is um, can be seen in a, in a grateful light. So mm-hmm. um, that is our podcast for today um so take some time write it down i it was interesting i I just found this exercise to be interesting to myself as i was writing down and thinking about what i wanted to talk about so maybe think about what you are grateful for and Mm -hmm. um carry that into the holiday season yeah for sure share it with your friends and family especially if they're the people you're grateful for it's nice to hear that share it with your kids it's important that we teach attitude of gratitude um 
to to our children at a young age because we there's is a pretty negative world out there sometimes and we don't want that to impact them more than what they get at home so teaching them you know that level of gratitude it comes from you and so being the example there so we hope you guys have an amazing thanksgiving whatever that looks like for you we're incredibly grateful for you all that you tune in and you share time with us and you listen to us Um, so just make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a minute and we will see you in december Thanks, y'all. Thank you.